From Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN and from Studio HD in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We're only days away from the Super Bowl. And with everything on the line between the Eagles and the Chiefs, what's alarming is that there's nothing on the line contractually for Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. HD, if you don't ask me, just ask Eagles owner Jeff Lurie, who was asked specifically what's on the line for the contract situation going into the Super Bowl. His response, the quote, Jalen Hurts' quote, just what we're looking for. I don't think he has anything to prove to be the long-term answer at quarterback. He's an MVP caliber quarterback, an incredible leader of the team on the field, off the field. He's 24 years old, incredibly mature, and most importantly, driven to be even better. What we're seeing today, I think, is just the beginning for Jalen. This guy will attack every weakness as he has since high school, since college. The future is bright and very exciting for all of us. My guy's already got the bag, HD. Jeffrey Lurie just lost all leverage, didn't he? (laughs) My goodness. He said, forget leverage, y'all. We're going to let Jalen Hurts do his thing. We're going to pay him what he wants. But here's the thing, though, Fitz. I agree with everything that Mr. Lurie just said. But I will also add this. If Jalen Hurts goes out there and he wins this Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts is going to give you his price. And now you have to honor his price. It's a big difference. It's a big difference as if he goes out there and the Super Bowl is lost. Granted, if he if he's the reason why it's lost or not, but Jalen Hurts can go out there and win this Super Bowl, his price is what Mr. Lurie is going to have to honor. It's interesting the way you just said that because I feel like this is one of those situations where let's say the Eagles lose the Super Bowl. All right, I'm not sure that that's going to hurt Jalen Hurts' value. Like I think Jeffrey Lurie is telling you right there, we came into this season saying, let's see. Well, now we've seen, so we know what the answer is, right? So I don't think it hurts his value, but you're right. Winning a Super Bowl has to help the value, right? Like, if you go into negotiations with the Super Bowl winning quarterback name, like, look at what it did for Joe Flacco, right? Like, I I just keep thinking, you add that little kicker for winning a Super Bowl, right? Of course you do. It's like adding a little cherry on top, right? Mm. It's like the chocolate syrup on top of the cookie and the ice cream that you want to sprinkle on your dessert. That's what it is. Or you got for some fried Oreos, right? You want to throw some powdered sugar on top of them fried Oreos and also add some chocolate on there. That's my good kids. for you. Fried Oreos. Like, I'm sitting here working out, getting my fitness on. I can't be thinking about fried Oreos right well, now. I'm You're... sorry. I, I cook it at home. That's what my kids like for dessert. Wait, you, you, uh, trust me. My you wife fry doesn't your like own it. Oreos? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm a chef. Come on. Well, I, I know. Do it I know. All. Chef I Douglas, like, like you frying your Oreos in an air fryer or like in a little... No, like, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, on the stove with some grease in it. Okay. And, yeah, and, yeah. And then what but, kind but, of... But, I, but, okay. but listen, I will say this. Jalen Hurts is, <laughs> is the damn dessert. Basically, Jalen Hurts is the dessert. Don't take that out of context, people, because you know we're in a world where a lot of people take things out of context. Excuse me. Jalen Hurts is the dessert, right? He's been able to... Uh, be a wonderful taste for the fans, for what? ownership, for the head coach, and for them to be able to get to the Super Bowl right now, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm saying. So you're saying what, Jalen who embodies, Hurts is a Who embodies snack? Philly? Oh. Who embodies Philly like Jalen Hurts? I mean. Nobody. Nobody embodies Philly the way Jalen Hurts embodies Philly. You talk about a guy that, that's a dual threat quarterback that can get it done. But Fitz, 
Check this out, though. Here's another thing about, you know, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, both of those guys being able to play in the Super Bowl. We haven't seen a quarterback that's built like Jalen Hurts and does what he does win the Super Bowl. So this will be something new for owners, for different teams' management, to see something different that we haven't seen before from the quarterback position as a Super Bowl winner. Yes, we had Patrick Mahomes. We had uh, Russell Wilson. We had Doug Williams. But we haven't seen it be won like the caliber of quarterback that Jalen Hurts is. Well, he plays the game so differently, right? Like, So you're yes. talking about somebody that comes in and, and really is – he's a runner, but not in the same sense that like a Lamar or a Josh Allen's a runner. Like he does it all just a little different. Like he is sort of a unicorn at this point, which is why I think some of this conversation about paying him – it's obvious to me. At this point, you got your guy. And knowing that every year the value goes up, if I'm the Eagles, I want to get him signed right now. Not only because if you're the Eagles, you're looking around saying, hey, we got our guy. We want to pay our guy. We just need to get ahead of the market. In a world where Justin Herbert, I'm not even going to use Joe Burrow, where Justin Herbert is about to join the $50 million per year club, then of course you pay Jalen Hurts. But then on top of that, the Eagles have experience going through a weird situation where, frankly, they gave a ton of money to a quarterback that they needed to get rid of. Like They've seen that you can get out of a bad contract with a quarterback specifically. So if I'm Philly, what's the deterrent? Why would I not pay whatever it takes to keep Jalen Hurts in the building, to keep him happy, knowing that, you know, frankly, you got your guy, you want to lock him up, and the faster you do it, the better. And you don't want to wait to do it because I'm up here looking at the NFC right now. Um, I could point to one team, the San Francisco 49ers, and they still have quarterback questions. Who is going to be the team that's going to be able to dethrone them in 2023-24 season? I don't see anybody right now. And we also got to remember Jalen Hurts isn't a first-round draft pick like we see a lot of these quarterbacks nowadays that are doing great things. They got a whole lump sum of money their first time around. Jalen Hurts wasn't in that situation. He's a second-round draft pick, uh, 53rd overall. So he's going to be looking to cash in and get his coins. His coins, Fitz. Which is why every year we talk about it on the draft show we do together on the digital side. The reason teams move up into the late first round to take a flyer on a quarterback is because you get that fifth-year option. It gives you another year to get away with it. Now, I would say the flip side of it is there's no questions left to answer. So get out there, get ahead of it, and just get your guy paid. Like, it seems pretty simple in the concept of what they need to get done. And to that point, you know, Sal Pal, Sal Palantonio, ESPN NFL reporter, he knows Philly better than anybody. He was on This Just In, talked about Jalen Hurts and the leader that he is. Jalen Hurts, he's the CEO of this team on and off the football field. Now you go back to Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb. Who was in charge? It was Andy Reid. Andy Reid was in charge of the team. Start to finish. Pick the plays, design the plays, call the plays. It was his football team. Donovan McNabb was a great, great quarterback. And then you go to Super Bowl in 2017, won by Doug Peterson and Nick Foles. Nick Foles was the backup taking over for Carson Wentz. Jalen Hurts is without a doubt the leader of this team. Nick Sirianni is a great coach. He's perfect for this football team. But Jalen Hurts sets the tone. You know, Harry, Mm. you mentioned something earlier just a minute ago about the 49ers, right? And the 49ers, I heard Dominique Foxworth say this this morning, and I think it's an important point for everybody to remember. We believe that the 49ers might be the only team in the NFL that can win without having a great starting quarterback. And what have they aggressively tried to do? 
get a quarterback. Even the team that is built to win without needing that greatness at quarterback will still go in and be like, no, we want one, we want one, we want one. There's a reason why. And if you're Philly, this is so simple. When you've got a guy, you don't need to make it complicated. Like, this is that moment where you've been dating her for a while. You know the right thing to do is just to put a ring on it. Philly might as well get in there, just put a ring on it, and keep him happy. Look, I'll take it a step further. It's like you've been dating her a, a, a while, and she has done nothing but prove to you that she's the right one for you, but you want to keep getting smacked upside the head because you haven't been able to see it. Not saying that Philly hasn't been able to see it, but I'm just saying, hypothetically, you look at a guy in Jalen Hurts who faced adversity in college, faced adversity coming into the National Football League, fought everything head on, right? Went in the offseason, worked on, you know, becoming a better pocket passer. He did that. He led this football team, and he, even, I would say, five, five games within the season, and a lot of people were still questioning, hey, is Jalen Hurts still the guy? We still got to see a little bit more. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you. What's today's date? I, I don't know. February 7th, 2023. Woo, Jalen Hurts is the damn guy for the Philadelphia Eagles. He will be the guy for the Eagles for a long uh, a period of time. And don't be surprised if this isn't the only Super Bowl that Jalen Hurts leads this team to. Now, And you you know this, Harry. Like you just mentioned, been dating for a while. She's waiting like, if you wait too long, when you finally get to the ring, that ring, she's still going to be mad. The ring's not going to be nice enough. All these, like, there, there are all these little moments. This is a don't screw it up moment for the Eagles. Like, you got your guy. Your guy's gotten you to the Super Bowl. You have a quarterback. You've seen you've seen wins above replacement. Like, people are trying to tell you that Gardner Minshew might be a starter somewhere. What the Eagles look like with him as the quarterback, right? Like, so you know that the grass is not greener on the other side. If you're Philly, this is an easy decision to make. Go out and give historic money to Jalen Hurts and just get ahead of it. Because no matter what, the money's not going to get easier. If you're worried about spending that money, yeah. man, inflation's only going up on this thing. Can I ask you this? Can yeah. I ask you this? Uh-huh. Does anybody deserve to get paid more in the National Football League than quarterback Jalen Hurts for the Philadelphia Eagles? I can't see why. Does anybody deserve to get paid more? No. That's what I'm saying. So as an organization, do the right thing. And this is my favorite phrase. You know, Spike Lee had a movie called Do the Right Thing. Do the right thing, baby. Do the right thing. I think when I say nobody deserves it more, it's in part because he was a second-round draft pick. It's in part because he didn't make the money up front. It's in part because we came into this season saying, I don't know if he is the guy, and all he's done is put up an MVP caliber season. You didn't think enough of him to draft him in the first round. You didn't think enough of him coming into the season to be confident, and he's proved every naysayer wrong. I have one more. I have one more. Okay. And he's been able to do it all. Being cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> that's even that's the cherry on the top to me. Yeah, you're right. Like he has the same demeanor at all times, Fitz. At all times. I'm telling you, we both believe the Eagles have their long term answer at quarterback. The question is, does their biggest rival have that same solution? We'll break it down next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. The Eagles have obviously found their long-term solution at quarterback with Jalen Hurts. We just broke down all the reasons why. But their biggest rival in the Cowboys thought they had their solution. The question is, how confident are they today? Confident enough to restructure? Or is it time to look past Dak? It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, HD, I don't think you could have listened to ESPN in the last several hours and not heard Michael Irvin, 
former, obviously we all know his Cowboys ties. Michael Irvin went off <laughs> on first take about whether or not the team should want to move on from Dak. Let's hear it. I don't want everybody out here to fall into this mix and this mess that y'all perpetuate where everybody's coming in like, you got to get rid of Dak. You got to get rid of Dak and leave us sitting somewhere in purgatory, somewhere between heaven and hell without a quarterback for the next 15 years. So y'all can stop this rhetoric and stop this mess because your virus will not get into our computer and get us out of the fight. It already has. We're in the fight. It already has. So stop it. Harry, I'll just let you take it from there. What you got on that? What's your thoughts on uh, Irvin's reaction? Well, first and foremost, I love watching Michael Irvin because every time he speaks, it's like I'm going to church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm speaking in tongues. Yes. (laughs) Michael Irvin, he, he just brings a different joy, man, when it comes to the media world. But I will say this about Dak Prescott. I don't think they should get rid of Dak Prescott. Here's my thing. I do believe Dak Prescott does need to step up his game a lot more, particularly when it comes to the playoffs. We looked at the game this year versus the San Francisco 49ers. He had two interceptions in that ballgame. He also wasn't efficient as he should have been, uh, or should I say like he was in, in the first game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if he had been, they would have won that game and they would have played in the NFC Championship game versus the Philadelphia Eagles. But that didn't happen. But when it comes to Dak Prescott, in fits, we've seen Dak Prescott, you know, take a lump sum of money his first time around when it was time to get paid. And like Jalen Hurts, he wasn't a first-round draft pick, right? So uh, that's okay, your first time around. It's understandable. Now we're around the second time. Is it feasible for Dak Prescott to take as much money as possible when we all know, in order for the Dallas Cowboys to contend for a Super Bowl, uh, first I say get out the second round, at least play for an NFC Championship game, but – That's a story for another day. If you're going to contend for a Super Bowl, we know his surroundings have to be up to date, right? They lost Amari Cooper um, because Jerry Jones thought money-wise it wasn't going to be able to work. Next thing you know, the receiver market changes, and having Amari Cooper probably would have been a bargain. But Dak Prescott, when he doesn't have the right pieces around him, when the offensive line isn't blocking correctly, we've seen him not be able to get it done. Now, When you're having these contract negotiations, I think Dak Prescott needs to keep that in mind because in order to, you know, get more pieces around your team and more more pieces around your offense so you can thrive as a quarterback and potentially help this team go further in the playoffs, you must have players surrounding you. We already know that Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. I'm not going to sit up here and call him a great quarterback. He's not Patrick Mahomes, so he needs those pieces around him, Fitz. Here's the problem, though, Harry. Like, uh, number one, he has a huge contract value over the next two years, which is why we're talking about this. Should they extend him so they can lower the cap number? Why does he have that? Because the Cowboys waited forever to get a deal done, right? Like that part of the reason he has a huge number is because the first contract negotiation wasn't all that big. Secondly, we're sitting here saying, well, maybe they should extend him and he should take a discount. He's only making $3 million a year more next year than Patrick Mahomes. Ain't nobody asking Patrick to give money back. Why? Because the Chiefs turn around and do the right thing when they draft. The Chiefs find a way to get the best things out of the, the players that they have around him. I mean, you've talked a lot about the Chiefs and their success in the draft specifically for how they do business. I'm looking at Dak and I'm saying, you want Dak to, t- to take a pay cut in some way or to take less money in some way, when in reality, that would mean that the Cowboys would have to allocate that money properly. Maybe if they hadn't overpaid wildly Zeke, they'd have some money sitting around. Like, why would I trust the organization to do right by the cash? Well, and, and, and I'll say this, being a formal 
former athlete, right? I, w- I would never sit up here and say, you know what, he should, he should. I'm just saying what Dak Prescott also has to view. What happened this past season when he didn't have everything surrounding him in the correct manner, he struggled, right? He struggled with interceptions. They struggled with, you know, being explosive at a higher level. They struggled with those things. They couldn't you, – you got C.D. Lamb, but who else do you got after C.D. Lamb, right? You had your tight ends, but who else do you, can you just go to and say, you know what, we're going to let this wide receiver go route this person up. T- Tony Pollard's going to be a free agent, right? His, his contract is com- coming up. And granted, he got hurt in that game uh, versus the four, uh, 49ers, and I wish him a speedy recovery. But – and it's not just Dak Prescott they're going to ask to take less money. Right, it's, it's it's more guys, more guys to to help the team out. This happened to me when I was in Tennessee. My last two years, they came to me and asked me to take a pay cut. Uh, I said I, I agreed to it, but I wasn't the only one. It was multiple guys on the team, so it's not just Dak Prescott. The Cowboys may say, "Hey, can you take less money?" It'll be other guys across the board. And one million, two million here is going to equal up to be able to bring in other talent, so the Dallas Cowboys could potentially get over the hump. Yeah, I think it's an important point what you just mentioned about other players taking that pay cut too, because like. Demarcus Lawrence next year has a cap number of $26 million, but we're not going to spend a bunch of time yelling about, oh, Demarcus Lawrence should take a pay cut. Zach Martin next year, cap number of almost $20 bucks. None of it's guaranteed. Tyron Smith, cap number of 17.6. None of it's guaranteed. Zeke, cap number of 16.7. I say that to say there are plenty of guys that, frankly, are getting a ton of cap money that maybe they should revisit. It just seems crazy to me, especially in a world like we said earlier, that, you know, frankly, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are all going to Jalen Hurts. Those four quarterbacks are all going to get their contracts done this offseason. That's going to mean massive money to them. And, and ESPN.com a couple of months ago thought that meant uh, a couple of weeks ago thought that meant that many of those guys would get into the $50 million per year area. Deshaun Watson making more than Do me Dak. a favor. Go, 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 go back to the Cowboys guys that you just mentioned that had the non-guarantee money. Yeah. Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, and Zeke. Okay. So... I'm going to come to them and basically also tell Armstrong. them, hey, you guys, are you willing to take a pay cut? If they aren't willing to take a pay cut, then I'll be willing to move on also. You see what I'm saying? That, that's also how it works when you don't have guaranteed money tied in. Yeah, I, I think that's the key. They're going to have to have, ask a bunch of guys to take a pay cut. My thing no. with, with Dak is I just don't know why we automatically presume that a quarterback should take less when that quarterback is about to find themselves far lower on the earning spectrum. Like, if you wake up tomorrow and you're Dak and you're the 10th highest earning quarterback next year after a bunch of deals get done, I, like, why are you willing to suddenly do that? Like. But isn't Dak Prescott, the reason we're having this conversation about him and not the other guys, is because Dak go. Prescott is being paid like a top 10 quarterback there and some go. view that he's not. Zach Martin is a top 10 offensive lineman. De- uh, Demarcus Lawrence is a top 5 pass rusher, some would argue. He should be paid what he's being paid. We're asking Dak Prescott to take a pay cut because he's being paid like a top 10 quarterback and most view that he is not anymore. I mean, Deshaun and, and, Watson and, 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 and is going to be I, the highest paid quarterback in the NFL right now. Deshaun but, Watson's the highest paid. Is is Deshaun Watson a top 10 quarterback? Uh, let's, and, let's, no, but he's, I, I, I he's wanna, not I up stay, for a contract fellas, extension. I want to stay with the Cowboys for a second. I want to stay with the Cowboys for a second because we're talking about Dak Prescott, right? Who was the reason why they lost the game to the San Francisco 49ers? Dak. Yeah, 100%. Now, if you had to pick three people who was the reason why they lost the game to the San Francisco 49ers, who would those three people be? I mean, I, I would take— For me, for, for me it would be Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott. Okay. 
So that's another reason why this conversation is being had, because we just witnessed Dak Prescott be the sole reason why the Dallas Cowboys could not get it done versus the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, but if I'm Dak, I'm sitting across me saying, cool, all right, move on. Like you, is there right now? If Dak, if Dak hit the open market right now, if he got cut by the Cowboys tomorrow, would he not get massive money from one of these thirteen but, but, teams we've been talking about? It won't be the same as the Dallas Cowboys because number one, you have a, a state that has no state tax. Also, you're talking about the star on the side of your helmet. You're going to make up money in endorsement deals from just playing for the Cowboys alone. Then you probably would make that money up uh, anywhere else that you go. Yeah, but if you're not on top of playing the state taxes where you got to go. Yeah, but if you're Dak, A, I mean, your marketability is still going to be through the roof if you're the quarterback of, let's say, the Raiders, where there's also no state income tax. Not the the Titans. Not not the same. Uh, Maybe not not, the same with the Cowboys, though. Maybe not the same, but out of pure principle, if you're suddenly, right now, if if we're asking Dak, to be a $35 million a year quarterback, but somebody on the open market would pay him 45 and I believe somebody would, and the Cowboys would have absolutely no idea what to do with quarterback. Like, that's that's the epitome of having all the leverage. I think I think Dak has all the... We'll keep this debate going. Who has all the leverage in the debate between the, the, the negotiations between the Cowboys and Dak? Plus, once again, Denver is Peyton's place. We'll explain. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Adam Schefter reporting that the Broncos and Saints have reached a deal on compensation for Sean Payton. They understand this has to fix Russell Wilson. They hired Sean Payton because he's really freaking good. Who needs draft picks when you've got Sean Payton? Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Ezekiel Elliott will move into the right slot inside of Gallup here. Second and two Dallas on the 49er 18-yard line. Three are left, two are right. Here is Prescott back. Has time. Throws out left. Intercepted. Ball got tipped up and taken by Fred Warner. Jimmy Ward tipped the ball. And Fred Warner with the INT. KMBR on the call. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Sometimes we have raging debates that don't even end at the end of segments. They just go straight through the commercials. That's what we've been doing as we are all fired up about Dak Prescott and the possible possibility of an extension that the Cowboys could or should sign him to and whether or not he should take less. And Harry, part of the raging debate, you know, I was watching it up this morning. All of our experts said they should sign him to an extension. This is simple. But the question is, what's the value look like? Like that on that and and this is what I keep going back to like negotiation sometimes isn't about you know who's better or who's worse sometimes it's about no. who's in the right place at the right time we all know that feels like Dak to me is in the right place because frankly he can either you know if the Cowboys don't want him there are a dozen teams in the NFL that would gladly pay him prime money he'd be back out on the market he would make more than the Cowboys would ever pay him and some of those teams could win so I just have a hard time seeing if he sits across from Jerry Jones and Jerry Jones wants to undercut him on the value why would Dak not just be like cool cutie you go ahead and you play with Cooper Rush as your quarterback and I'm going to go win a Super Bowl somewhere else so I got I got to ask you a question mm-hmm if you were to insert him into the San Francisco 49ers lineup, you think they're going to give him $40 million a year to be their quarterback? I mean, I think if he was on the open market and they could afford it, yes. I don't know if their cap situation could take it, but yeah, I think Dak would get $40 they, million there. And they still got to pay Joe, uh, Nick Bosa. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'll figure that out. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't what think, are they I don't willing to pay Aaron Rodgers? I, I, don't, I don't think they're 
Yeah, but we're talking about two different guys here now. We're talking about Dak Prescott and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well. We're talking I'm, about Aaron Rodgers, who at least won a Super Bowl, who at least won multiple MVPs. Dak Prescott is not in that category. But if they can find the money for Aaron Rodgers, they can certainly find the money for Dak. I mean, that, but that, they, that's but all they I'm saying. Not, they're not going to value Dak Prescott the way they value Aaron Rodgers. You so think, they're not going to give him the money that they would give Aaron Rodgers. You think a, court, a team that is a quarterback away from dynastic sort of Super Bowl opportunities wouldn't overpay Dak just to have an answer, a quarterback that isn't Josh right. Johnson? Let me, let me ask this, though. Let me, here's my next question. If Tom Brady was going to play this year and he was going to sign with the San Francisco 49ers, you think they were going to give him $40 million a year? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 probably not. Brady has a history of not needing the $40 million. Doesn't take the $40 million. Whoa, oh, hold on. Brady has a history of what? Not taking the $40 million. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. What's the other word you just used? Not needing the $40 million. Okay, okay. So but but is that supposed to guy- be the expectation for everybody? Because Brady No, 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 no. It's the expectation if you want to win and you want to continue to sign guys and have players around you. But but next year, Dak is only going to make $3 million more than Patrick Mahomes. And we're not asking Patrick Mahomes to take it. Like, I'll, I'll counter your argument of you've got to take less. Be- because Patrick-, Patrick Mahomes could have broke the bank and got way more than he got. In but, my but Patrick, Patrick Mahomes did it so the team could be salvageable and they can be able to be in the position that they are in right now. But Patrick Mahomes next year has the third highest cap number in the NFL at the quarterback position. So let's not make it sound like suddenly Patrick Mahomes pulled a Brady. He's not playing for $19 million. He's paying, playing for 46 And he's in the Super Bowl for the third time. Like, right. they're paying say the quarterback. Say it again. Pa- pa- Patrick Mahomes is what now? He's, he's where for the third time? In the Super Bowl. Where, where's Dak Prescott at? Well, I mean, but that's watching all. Patrick watching Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Dak Prescott have never even got out of uh, out of the divisional round. Yeah, well, a hundred percent. And what what's to say that he will get out me, of the divisional? So, so he takes a, a pay cut in Dallas, and suddenly Dallas is in the Super Bowl. So, like, copy, is that really what you're paste, saying? Copy and paste, copy and paste Dak Prescott to the Kansas City Chiefs. Do they do they do they even beat the the Cincinnati Bengals? Yes. If you put Dak Prescott <laughs> with there, if you put Dak you Prescott with Andy Reid, you put Dak Prescott with the best mind. offensive coach in the NFL right I, now, and you don't think that he can get better out? You're, you're telling me right now, if Dak Prescott was the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, to where they're constructed right now, they would still be in the Super Bowl. Yes, I think I, I think that highly of Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy that they could take any mostly competent quarterback and get themselves to the Super Bowl. Now having Patrick Mahomes makes it even better. But yeah, the hundred, you, the whole. You don't night. believe that, Fitz? You I don't do. believe that? I don't There's believe no that. No way in hell you believe it, that. Isn't the argument of Patrick Mahomes like being in the Super Bowl and taking all that money though the argument against Dak? Like Dak lost his best wide receiver and didn't get out of the divisional round and had probably his worst season yet in terms of interceptions. Patrick Mahomes loses his best wide receiver and he's back in the Super Bowl. Because Patrick time. Mahomes is better. Right, because yeah. he's right, so he should be paid that much. <laughs> exactly. Not, so he shouldn't be paid top dollar. Exactly. Wait, 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 wait. But but this is all about the proximity, right? Again, I'm gonna go to shelves. Like if I go to if I go into a bar, I'm not gonna ask them how much Grey Goose is versus how much Kettle One is, right? Like it's different shelves of liquor, right? And you know top shelf. Right now, you if the argument is, well, Dak should take less so the Cowboys can win, my counter to that is the guy in the Super Bowl right now makes about the same money as Dak. So why I'm are we asking he should one consider guy? Consider it. He should consider it. Why? Along with along with other. So the team could be better. This is the so the team could be better. He just did it the other but, way and it didn't work. I Vince. mean the team the team for the team to be better. The Cowboys need to draft better and they need to spend their money better all across that's the board. A, that's a that's another piece to it. Like, but right uh, like now my, we're talking about. 
contract-wise. That's what we're talking about because Dak Prescott, we're talking about him being extended. I, I grew up with parents that were terrible with money, like terrible with money, right? And so I could sit there and be like, you know what? I'm going to give my parents more money this money. Uh, not that I give my parents, but had I turned around and been like, here's money, guys. Here's money, guys. Here's I could keep giving my mom and dad money. It does not mean that they would be able to spend it like they weren't idiots, right? Like they're, You're presuming that by him taking less, suddenly the Cowboys will use it and they'll find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So, I'm presuming so, that the Cowboys are incapable of using the extra money they get and Dak should go out and get every penny he possibly can but, because but, the but, Cowboys but, are as much thing, as though, fault as, the, as, as Dak is. I don't, I don't want to sit up here being a former player making it seem like I'm trying to tell a guy to take 100%. Hey, you've got to take less money. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Dak Prescott should consider it because of simple fact, if you want guys to surround you to be better, it might take that. For you to win and get to where you want to go. But because I, we already seen he can't damn do it by himself. The proof is in the pudding this year against the San Francisco 49ers. I, where he uh, 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 coughed up a damn egg. But we barely seen Jalen Hurts in the playoffs. And in the first segment, I said, pay Jalen Hurts whatever you have to. Make him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. We have no idea if Jalen Hurts can win a Super Bowl. He's never played in one. So, like, we're holding Jalen Hurts over here and say, well, no, no man, go, son, go get your bag. And then over here with Dak, we're like, well, you should take a pay. But but you, but you're also talking to a guy before the season that said that Jalen Hurts was going to be better than Dak Prescott. And, yes, I did say that. And I actually said it on radio. I said it on first take. And Mike Tannenbaum told me I was wrong. I remember, Mike T. Oh, yes, I'm calling you out, Mike T. I remember. All right, we're going to keep the Dak debate going. Plus, you guys want to chime in. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We will let the community take over. Plus, we will get to the new sheriff in town in Denver, what it means for the Broncos. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Here's Brett Maher for the extra point. Left hash, the kick is blocked. Slant over the middle to Turpin, he's tackled immediately, and this game is over. And so is the Cowboys' season. 105.3 The Fan. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. We are arguing. Mommy and Daddy are fighting. <laughs> I'm Daddy. <laughs> Son of a biscuit. Just once I want to be Big Spoon in my life, you know. What? Nobody, nobody's ever called me Daddy. Um, all what? right. <laughs> Well, I, well, I can't oh, say the same. Oh, well, that, is, that is that is fair. Uh, all right, we're we, we're having a heated debate as Evan gives me a look of wild disapproval. It's like this is not the podcast. By the way, if you've never checked out the podcast, we do have a little extra content you can get out there uh, wherever you get your podcast. We have uh, some extra extra content. Uh, usually, we stay on the rails. Well, no, we're never on the rails, but uh, sometimes uh, sometimes it needs the. Uh, have we had the parental advisory sticker? I don't think. I think we've been able to avoid it uh, by Devin forcibly going in and putting in beeps. Is that, is uh, that no, right? No, the first, literally the first episode, we had to put the explicit okay. tag on. So it gets it gets a little, we, you know. We also a, had an episode that never made the air because it was so oh, explicit. Yes. Yeah, there is there is an episode that on the one year anniversary of the show, I'm just going to put out. And like, not under the name of the show, I'm just going to like leak it out there for the world. It'll be like one of those lost tapes that nobody's ever heard of. You guys fired up about I hope so. <laughs> Triple eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Frankly, I'm giving out the phone number, but the lines are stacked and racked. Let's go to Chris in North Carolina. Chris, what are your thoughts on Dak? Thanks for calling the show. Give me what you got. 
Hey, gentlemen, I appreciate the call. Hey, man, y'all, y'all are too hard on that. That game against San Francisco, you had to think about a couple things. Pollard went out. Dak, I believe, and this is just me, the whole time watching that game, I knew he had to be thinking about the kicker. Because when he, before he threw that interception, we had to go for a fourth and like six. If we would have had a competent kicker, they would have kicked the field goal. That interception would have never happened. That's the, some of the things that I don't believe anybody is even thinking about. And then bad play calling by Kellen Moore. I mean, I don't even know what he was thinking. Chris, Chris, can I ask you a question, Chris? Having our dinner. We can run the ball. Two-headed monster, and you didn't want to do it. You wanted the West Coast offense. You want to throw the ball everywhere. Chris, right. can I talk to you? For, can, let me talk to Chris for a second. Okay. Is Chris still there? Yeah, we still got Chris, I think. Yeah. Yep. Chris, let, Chris, let me ask you a question. Uh, when the game was tied, right, I believe it was 9-9, nine to nine, if I'm not mistaken. When the game was tied, right, and Dak Prescott threw that goal route to CeeDee Lamb in which it was underthrown, um, was that Keller Moore who, or was that oh, Dak? Wow, wow. Because okay. if he hits Come him on, in stride – no, 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 you're just listen to me. One play. Hey, hey, you're talking right. about one play. If he would right. kick the field goal prior, Chris, listen to me. They would, that listen to me, Chris. The, the, Chris, listen to me. You can't <laughs> learn if you don't listen, Chris. Just listen to me. Listen to Coach. We all get this lecture, Chris. Listen to me. There, right. are, there are four to six plays in every football game that determines the outcome of the game. Hey, hey, if, hey, if, hey if, did you? If Dak, if Dak Prescott hit CeeDee Lamb in stride and he goes and scores a touchdown, now the, now the Dallas Cowboys are up seven points and the pressure is on the San Francisco 49ers now. Question, Harry, and thanks for the call, Chris. Uh, question for you, Harry. Do you ever drop a pass in a game? Of course I do. You still deserve to get paid. See, that's all I'm saying. Floyd in Texas. Floyd. That, that's not, that's not, that's not oh, even that's the, relevant to the That's the closest cop I can make, all right? You know, it's, one, not ba- even relevant. it's one bad play. Still, I say, you know, one bad throw but does not listen, a contract I, make. I had, I had one bad play in the NFC Championship game that could possibly that possibly cost us the NFC Championship oh, game. That, you see yeah. what I'm saying? All it takes is one play for you to screw up your season. Oh, that's uh, All right. So, Floyd in Texas. Floyd, give us what you got, man. Thanks for calling the show. What you got? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, uh, sorry, Fitz, but I've got to side with uh, Daddy on this one. Oh. Um. <laughs> Somebody cut that and put it on the show. Oh, that's that. Floyd, go ahead. Make your point now. That was that was priceless, Mike. <laughs> sorry, man, but I, I, I just think Dak, if he gets an opportunity to restructure, I think he needs to restructure his contract. He made six, what, north of $60 million in a signing bonus. So he got a lot of that money, you know, up front anyway. Um, you know, it, 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 at the end of the day, Dak's whole stigma, the whole thing that's going to follow him no matter where he goes is he can't win in the playoffs. How are you going to win in the playoffs? You get better pieces put around you. So I, I, think, I think Harry's right on point with this one. I, I love the call. I'm just saying draft better, sign better free agents. That's what Philly and uh, that's what Philly and Kansas City did. Speaking of Kansas City, Katie in Kansas City want to get you in here. Katie, thanks for calling the show. What you got? Well, I'm here to say that no way could you stick Dak Prescott in um, Patrick Mahomes' spot and <laughs> he could do what Patrick does. When I watched that game against San Francisco, you get the ball, and I'm looking at Dak, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, he's scared, and you can tell. And I know when Patrick has the ball, 
I am not worried, and he's not worried, and he's tell like, him, I'm getting this done. That, well, Katie, that's tell because him, Katie. he's got the Kool-Aid man. You like, tell him, Katie. when you look over on the sideline and you got Andy Reid, like, I feel good if I'm playing dodgeball with Harry Douglas. I feel good if I'm playing dodgeball with Devin. I don't feel good. Mike McCarthy is Devin in this situation. Like, what? I'm looking over at my play caller. I'm like, I don't feel good about that. But Andy Reid, he's Harry Douglas. I got a real athlete. I got a real coach. Listen, I'm not. I'm not catching strays. You're catching strays right now. You're getting demolished here, buddy. You tell him, Katie. You keep telling him, Katie. Andy Reid didn't win a Super Bowl and they got Patrick Mahomes. Let's not put this guy on a pedestal. I mean, well, how many Super Bowls has Belichick won without Brady? So does that mean Belichick sucks? No, and uh, that's a good tease for 115 because we're going to hear from Tom Brady about that topic. Look at that. That, That's me doing my job. Uh, Look, uh, the, the debate goes on. Let's get Mike in Philly real quick here. Mike, what you got, man? Hey. Hey, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Hey, love the love the uh, show, Harry. You're exactly right. And Fitz, you must be three sheets to the wind already. I'm telling you, it, it's ridiculous to think that Dak can go in for Mahomes and do the same thing. Dak wasn't the winner. That defense did well for them this year, but at the end of the day, Dak just doesn't have what it takes to get them all the way to the game. Dak's been in the league since what, 14? And he hasn't seven, been able to make years, it past the first round. Yeah, but I mean, again, and thanks for the call, Mike. But we, like, there's a whole roster that goes on here. Like Kansas well, pa- City pass, drafts let's, well. Let's say past the divisional round, he made it past the first. The Eagles draft round. well. Like I, I don't know what to like. Belichick, how far has Belichick gotten in the playoffs without Brady? Hey, how Fitz, far I has Belichick you. gotten without I, without Brady in the playoffs? I love you, but you're taking L's on this one. Boss. No, no, I no. Like you, I, you know what? No L's, baby. There's there's one thing we all know that Harry Douglas is an elite athlete, and then I'm an elite stubborn person. That's what I know. We mentioned Patrick Mahomes. How important is the second Super Bowl win for Mahomes? We'll break it down next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. 